Want to go on a road trip? Then hitch your ride with Hayley. Would you go with me? If we were lost in fields of clover. Wednesdays, 10 a.m. UK time on Line Dancer Radio. Welcome to Hitch a Ride with Hayley. I'm back for another week. It's me, Hayley Wheatley. How are you all doing? It's great to see so many of you checking into the chat room already. That first track, that sea shanty, wasn't that a cool tune? Doesn't it make you feel in the mood to get travelling? Three fantastic dancers out to that one. One by our very own DJ Michael Lynn, great improver. And then, of course, there's uh, the, the hard one, the really advanced one, choreographed by Country Vife. And you have a nice one out by Joshua Talbot, too, to that same track. Oh, all right. So if you're tuning in from the UK, things are getting a little bit different where we are. Everything is getting slightly back to normal, if normal is something that we can actually expect. Uh, the, the, the rules are being lifted. Uh, we are going coming out of lockdown slowly on this this plan that we have and we are seeing a brighter future now does this mean we can travel again who knows who knows are we booking anything yet are we sticking to the UK I'd love to hear your thoughts on this today hitchhikers uh, I am going to jump into the chat room and see who is with us because I can see so many lovely faces here really excited to see you all in so early uh, lovely Sandra Burns is with us fantastic as usual starting off with a great gym 
Cliff there, Sandra. Thank you. Sandra is saying, morning hitchhikers. I'll be listening, but might not be very active in the chat. I understand. And lovely to have Steph Bell with us too. Good morning. Good morning. She says to each and every one of you, how is everyone doing? Uh, she says, morning. How are you? And she can't wait to tune in and listen to some great songs. We have the lovely Linda Burgess in the house too. Uh, Linda is saying, morning, Hayley. And Michael Lynn is saying, morning, Hayley. And listeners listening in between calls. How are we all? Great timing, Michael, when we've just played one of your dances. And Marion McDowell is here too. Good morning, Hayley and everyone. And so lovely to see Jane Wright with us also. Morning, Hayley, from a very wet and cold canic. Oh, wet and cold it is where I am too, which makes me more in the mood for a holiday, I have to say. Uh, I'm booking UK breaks this year. I'm going to err on the side of caution. I do have a few events at the end of the year that are abroad, and I'm not sure about them yet. I'm just crossing my fingers for them at the time being, for the time being, I should say. Uh, But will you travel? Where will you go? Are you sticking to the UK, or are you heading out somewhere more exotic? I would love to hear about this in the chat room. Or are you definitely planning to stay home for the foreseeable future till we know more? Well, I'm going to play this next song because this is how I feel at the moment. The name of the dance is No Time to Waste. Oh, 
time to waste fantastic dance that one choreographed by the very talented father-daughter duo that is ariana and saying love this dance i think it's going to be a big one for sure marion uh we have lots of people checking in the chat room lovely to see too lovely that feeling if i'm listening out and about on my phone i do find it difficult sandra and you too margaret who's saying hi i'm asking if you will be traveling abroad this year with all these changes that i agree with every sentiment actually uh, like that last dance i want do you agree or do you disagree what do you think steph bell is saying i'm staying in the uk at the minute definitely wanting to go camping as i haven't been camping for years and really want to go to some lovely places for nice in it she says it really is steph i love camping too tell you what my biggest fear is that my tent which has been sitting unused for a couple of years is going to just be no good for purpose uh, i uh, I'm waiting to see when we get it out if it's any good. Willie Brown is in the chat room too. So lovely to see you, Willie. As usual, fantastic breakfast show this morning. Uh, great to have you with us. Now, uh, just these little fact-finding missions I go on. And this week I was thinking about if we travel locally within our country... I'm talking really about the UK. I know there's many of you joining us from other parts of the world. But what what things do we really need to consider if you're used to traveling abroad? And one of the things that I kind of focused on was travel insurance. And uh, do we really need it? I don't tend to get it when I travel in the UK. Do you guys? Uh, but actually, you know, pretty much everything that can go wrong on a trip to Mallorca can go damaged outside your home. Although some people's do. So listen, if you are going on holiday within the UK, check the insurance. You may be covered. But be sure to scan the small print because insurers tend to add in exceptions for trips throughout the UK. Um, insure and go, for example, doesn't promise to pay out for any departures you miss on UK trips while direct line will only pray, pay for pre-booked trips so it has to be something that you book in advance um, so if your smartphone is stolen for example on a weekend in the Peak District where you've paid for train tickets at the station you're unlikely to be covered uh, yet if you've booked a cottage for two nights and pre-booked your train your claims will be honored so check this out your bank may also insure you for things like this too so again make sure you're covered if you're traveling within the uk even if it is a little different from going abroad and actually several companies in the uk uh, are more and more especially in these times offering uk-based insurance so you can take travel insurance for a little as little as 10 pound a trip if you look around um, and with uk trips coming on the rise check this out soon because i imagine those prices will rise as uk trips become more popular so there we go um, if you know anything about this in the country you're listening from and you're joining us from another country do feel free to let me know anything about this in the chat room but it is my first little tip of the day if you're traveling in the uk check out your insurance and uh, next up i'm going to play you a great new dance it's a track Dance is choreographed by Joe Thompson and it's called Where Oh Where, which is basically what I'm sitting back and thinking at the moment. Where will we go to if you have any plans? I'd love to hear about these in the chat room. Let me know, join us and have a listen to this next track.
shoes Oh, where, oh, where Did my baby go? I went to California Cause she loved the sun I thought she might be there to 7 p.m. on Line Dancer Radio. Join DJ Dave Baycroft for the What's On Show Sundays live at 5 here on Line Dancer Radio. For all the latest news in the world of dance and what's coming up in the week ahead. Ah, sure thing. Lots of great shows here weekly on Line Dancer Radio. And lots of great things happening in the world now. As usual on this show, we are talking about travel. We always talk about travel. And I am asking if you've got anything booked. We've been talking about travel insurance. If you need it, if you're just traveling locally, and the answer would be yes. And uh, Steph Pell is saying spiders are probably my biggest fear. Hey, I'm not sure we can insure against those. Mm, Definitely you need to if you're in uh, Australia, somewhere like that, because those ones, they bite. Uh, Steph is saying I never take it out for when I go away uh, to be fair I just hope for the best and I understand that I think we all kind of do that really I don't think about things like that uh, until today that is 
Uh, Joan Ord is joining us. Lovely to have you with us, Joan Ord. She says good morning or welcome, Joan, to our chat room. We are hitchhiking today all over the place. And uh, I'm going to come back to something we were chatting about actually last week, Joan, uh, when you were in the chat room with us. We were talking about beaches and where is the best ones. Well, one of my little fact finds today, I'm talking about where would be the best place to, do, to go if you're going to go somewhere quite exotic. Would you choose the Maldives, Mauritius or the Seychelles because you can get incredible views at all. <laughs> Ideally all three, any of them will deliver that. See it when you get close your eyes fantasy of warm turquoise waters and icing sugar sands in spades. But here's a thumbnail guide. The Maldives will only work if you want full-on Indian Ocean the experience. Uh, each resort is on its own private island with very few opportunities or reasons to leave. You'll find excellent diving and snorkeling but other than that it's pretty much reading, dozing and spying or on or around one of those dreamily perfect beaches on the islands. Actually that sounds really good to me I must say. Um, Mauritius has an actual hinterland, storybook mountains, shambling market towns, sugar plantations, Creole cuisine, safari parks and botanic gardens. But that's just as well because only the best of its beaches in the north mostly compare with those of its two rivals. Mauritius, if you head there, is the cheapest of the three too. So if you're on a budget, that would be your first point of call. The Seychelles, on the other hand, usually works out dearest um, and you can find some little nice guest, ha guest houses for no more than £100 a night, but this can still cost a lot when you add on flights and things. Um, the best bits of the others you will be able to find here in the Seychelles, um, real exotic exoticism, um, incredible animals. In fact, one of one of their wonders is the giant tortoises you can see just above the waves. Uh, it's hand, hands down one of the world's most delectable beaches and it is framed by those uh, seen on a screensaver style views. So Seychelles is also very popular with honeymooners and uh, celebrities. So that is why it's the dearest. So it depends on where you want to go. Mauritius for a budget holiday, Seychelles for pure luxury, and the Maldives if you want to see it all. Ah, which one would you go to now? Would those be on your list if you could fly anywhere in the world now? I would love to know. I'm going to bring you back close to home because we're going to go on a train journey later today, but I want to hit the mountains soon. I'm going to talk about some mountains in the UK, and if you're in the UK, one that could be easily accessible to you. I'm going to start this section off with Mountains by the Sea. This is a Maggie Garrick Gallagher choreography, and I do love this one. Working coast to coast Sleeping on a train Caught between the satellites And on the road again People often ask me Where it is I'm from Find it hard to tell them so I sing it in a song
so good I'd do those things again The town that I was born in It knows me all too well I hope they'll take me back there mm, When the keeper rings the bell That is Mary Black featuring Imelda May and choreographed by Maggie Gallagher. Okay, travellers, great to see so many hitchhikers in the chat room this morning. It really is lovely to have you all with us. Uh, I'm just uh, checking and seeing we've got a full house today. Some, some of you joining us um, in the chat room and it's great to see. Jean Robertson is here and she's saying that took a bit of searching for the chat room. Uh, I managed to listen to your show on my laptop for the first time but couldn't find the chat room. Enjoying the show, not thinking for further than our localish area this year uh, when talking of going away of course I was asking uh, Jean is saying but possibly a line dance weekend later on yes Jean absolutely great plan that she says because it would be something to look forward to it sure would I would love to have you come on a weekend with me Jean it would be fantastic uh, great to have you in we were talking spiders and Michael Lynn has checked in too he says Steph Bell uh, my fear too I scream my Nick comes running picks them up with his bare hands and throws them out the window he's my hero oh that's lovely yeah I usually get someone in my house to get rid of the spiders uh, if it's not Phil I've now trained my son Luke up to do it too he's great at getting rid of spiders for his mum <laughs> uh, we were talking about 
uh, Mauritius, the Maldives or Seychelles, which one would you prefer? Michael Lynn is also saying whichever one has those uh, blue azure waters, indeed. And uh, oh, good morning to Tanya too. Tanya, Tanya McDonnell-White is with us. A lovely good morning from you, my lovely. Great to have you with us. Um, on the subject of Seychelles, Marion McDowell is saying Seychelles for me. She shared a beautiful gif in the chat room. Have a look at that if you can see it. It looks fantastic. She says, of course, after I win the lottery. Oh, Marion, I was going to win this week. Uh, we, we'll have to work something out. I'm definitely due a win too. <laughs> um, Linda Lee is saying... Marion, no doubt it is beautiful there. We were there many moons ago, very, very hot, got really bad sunburn, but those waters and the white sands, wow, I can imagine, Linda. That sounds beautiful. Marion's agreeing it sounds beautiful. Uh, but Linda Lee, you say you would be off on safari in Zambia in September. You are going, hopefully. Uh, wow, that sounds amazing. That is on my bucket list. Lucky you. I will cross my fingers for you. Uh, she does say beaches are not my thing anymore. And I relate to that, Linda. Uh, I, I think I can spend a little while on beaches and then I get quite bored. I want to go off and see things. And certainly there'll be plenty to see on safari. Wow, so lucky. Uh, that last track, Mountains to the Sea, I've shared in the chat room a little picture of the mountains we've left. That is the Seychelles Mountains. But we're going a little closer to home with this next mountain. Um, if you are into mountain climber and things, there's so many good ones within the UK that we probably never even consider and heartwarming yet bracing and breathtaking in equal amounts in winter time snowdonia is one that will tick all those boxes uh, winter is the only time of the year when snowdonia actually lives up to its name the first flurries like to wait until the crowds have dispersed then on a starless when everyone is tucked up in bed or watching the strictly come dancing semi-finals the snow slips silently onto those hills with just a little snow these humble mountains seem to soar as lofty as the Alps by morning. Winter is when Snowdonia really comes into her own. Pubs are at their coziest too and you can return from your much stomped mountains paths to enjoy a nice drink. And then there's the National Park too. It's summits sharper than the beacons, less twee than the Lakeland Fells. It's moorlands as blustery as Dartmoor. I've seen winter sunsets so beautiful that even the clans of sky might reach for their tartan handkerchiefs. Snowdon itself is challenging in winter though. It often requires crampons and ice axes. So if you want to head there, prepare for very, very bracing walks. Uh, for an easy-going stroll, you can head to the nearby Bedgalert, where a well-marked 1.6-kilometre path follows the river Gaslin as it carries rainwater from Snowdon to the sea. In the cold, when it is winter, Snowdonia's spirit somehow seems its warmest. So, has anyone ever tried Snowdonia? If that's somewhere you'd like to consider, it could be a winter holiday if you're thinking at the moment, I'm not heading anywhere yet. Perhaps you want to put it on your way. All the places we can go. Let's have a listen to this beautiful dance track. Yeah. 
Yes, I love that one. And back again and back again. I don't know if you're like my class, but we always sing the, the sing that line and back again and back again. And I think Sandra Burns is, is agreeing to that too, because I can see that gif from you, Sandra, saying I'm back, 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 back again. <laughs> Fantastic. It is the line in the song. It's the line. Am I right? Fantastic. Two tracks together that I just love. And Michael Lynn is agreeing. He says, uh, that was beautiful. Uh, we were talking about, I played uh, Maggie Gallagher's Mountains to the Sea. He says, I've never heard it before. Love it. It's great, isn't it, Michael? All right, back to the chat room just to see how we're getting on. We have whipped around this morning. My goodness, we have been all over the place within the UK checking on our insurance. Then we headed off to the Seychelles, Maldives, Mauritius, and then we headed to Snowdonia. If you've been to any of those places, I'd love to hear about them in the chat room. I'm going to take you off somewhere new in just a second. Uh, so Michael Lynn is saying, of course, oh, a classic is Places. Love this. Affectionately named as Smokey. Had our photo taken at the top, but as you couldn't see a thing, we could have been in our back garden. Oh my goodness. Climbing in fog certainly is an endeavor. Uh, well done to Linda and Rob who did it. Fantastic. And Rosalind is in the chat room too saying hi Haley, and everyone tuned in. My husband Lee did Snowdonia a few years back as part of the Three Peaks Challenge. Ben Nevis, Snowdonia and Scarfell Pike climbed in just under 24 hours. Uh, what an achievement, Roz. Amazing. And Roz is saying rather proud of him and I am not surprised. That does sound fantastic. Well done to your Lee, Roz. Uh, well done, Linda, Rob and Lee for climbing those. I'd love to do it. I'm a bit of a wimp when it comes to climbing. Uh, we have one close to where I live called Rosebury Topping. I don't know if anyone local listening in has done that one, but that was tough enough for me and it's not a very big one. Uh, tough for my daughter too, who says she officially hates mountain climbing. Uh, I'm going to work on that one with her. Now we're going to go off on another journey now. While we're talking about holidaying in the UK and how flights are not as they used to be, can you get abroad from the UK? Now, you've got lots of options. You've got the ferry, of course. Uh, me and my family, we love nipping from Hull to Holland on the ferry. We like to holiday there. You can get the ferry from further up north. You could go to Amsterdam for a day. You could go from way down south and nip over to France if you're leaving from Dover to Calais. Lots of things you can do there without flying. But you can also go on the Eurostar and you can hit a lot of places within Europe by train and this is where I'm going to take you today we're going to go to those places we're going to head out from London area now if you're like me too London area is not a great starting point I'm way up north it's going to take me forever to get to London but we're going to use this as a starting point today because if you are abroad and tuned in you could probably get from London and still get on the train and uh, fly to London and and experience some of the wonders London uh, can take you that this train can take you to uh, some of the amazing places in Europe we are going to look at those if anyone has experienced by Europe by train again always great to hear about this I'm gonna take you next on the train and how better than to start with a bit of peace train that took even me by surprise that start one I love this one of my favorite dancers here we go
Oh my gosh, I love that song. I love the dance. It has such a feel-good sound to it. It brings back so many memories for me. We've got a lot of love for this one in the chat room too. You know, I, I think if nobody's taught that on Streamline yet, I might want to claim that. Uh, I lose track of what's been taught. Michael Lynn, if you're listening in, you could tell me. That might be one I need to do on Streamline. I claim it. I love it. Uh, and we have love for it here. David Thomas is in the chat room saying, wow, what a throwback. He says too, love it. Can't chat much, but listening in though. I'm glad you enjoyed that one, David. Lovely to have you tuned in, my love. And Stephen Young is also saying, morning, Hayley. I love dancing to Peace Train. Ah, oh, such a good one. We are heading off on a train. We've been mountaineering before we head off on a train. We've been to the Seychelles, but we've also been to Snowdonia. And uh, Marion McDowell is saying in the chat room uh, that she loves Ben Nevis, but she is biased. Is that up where you are, Marion, uh, near Ben Nevis? I remember driving past there many years ago and uh, it kind of comes on you all of a sudden. It says, you know, here to Ben Nevis. And I remember thinking, wow, you know, I've heard about Ben Nevis all my life. Is this it? A beautiful area of the world is that part of Scotland. So very lucky if you live there, Marion. Uh, Rosalind is saying she has seen it too, but not climbed it. She can't wait to get back to Scotland, though, as her and her hubby, they love it. She says we even honeymooned there. Definitely, Scotland is wonderful. I have a soft spot for Scotland but that is that is because I am half Scottish uh, we're going to be talking about cultural heritage in a few weeks actually uh, it's going to be my 50th show and I'm going to talk about languages and about us as where we are from so tune in in two weeks time for that and also talking about Streamline 2 today uh, my Streamline teachers changing from a Monday night to a Wednesday afternoon so if you can handle that much Haley on a Wednesday tune in at 2 p.m UK time or 3 p.m uh, European time today Day for my teach. I'm going to do tequila little time today, which is a great one. I've just choreographed with the wonderful Heather Barton and Gudrun Schneider. Uh, so we are going to Amsterdam first. We are on the train, the peace train indeed. Um, I have given you a little tip, Amsterdam first, and Sandra is saying in the chat room, now Sandra is a, Sandra is a pro at uh, knowing where to go and how to get there. And Sandra Douglas, she is saying we could fly from Teesside for us northerners up here uh, to Amsterdam and pick a train right there in the airport to the main station from Eurostar. So there we go. Lots of smaller flights to Amsterdam and uh, and then train from there. Michael Lynn is saying he's all aboard. Of course, he says, I'm in fl- first class, darling. Uh, I wouldn't expect anything less, Michael, my love. First class it is. Uh, the best way to travel. And uh, Marion is saying, I've traveled through Belgium by train. Also, the Netherlands went to Germany, France, North and South, and Luxembourg by train. Lovely scenery traveling by train. Yeah, you get a real feel for a place on the train, right? Uh, great info there. Thanks, Marion. Uh, Joan is saying all aboard. Uh, we are there on the train. Great GIF from you, Michael, there with the Simpsons in. Great GIFs coming up. Glenn Kennedy is here too. How lovely to see you. This is my brother, my very, very well-traveled brother, I must uh, admit. He has been everywhere by boat um, because he it was his job for a long time uh, he is now teaching up in Scotland and he's saying my meeting finished early today I can catch some of the show well, it's great to have you with us bro uh, Marina is saying she's about three hours drive from Ben Nevis that's still pretty close wonderful wonderful part of the world Marion uh, 
indeed I love Scotland and uh, Joe Nord is saying I have a relative in Holland so definitely Amsterdam could be somewhere on your list Joan well of course Amsterdam has this seedy reputation uh, but it's outdated no no longer Amsterdam is now about chilled out cafes and canal side walks sprinkled with hefty doses of high culture if you've never been to Amsterdam, uh, it is a place to go. If you have, it is a place many people stop off at and you can see so much. Uh, I think big debauched weekends are still on the menu for many to head out there for a nice drinking weekend, but couples will enjoy it more than you would expect to. The sights to see there are great. Go early to avoid the crowds at the Van Gogh Museum. You can get into the Van Gogh Museum for about £17 and don't miss those jazzy sunflowers at the Star. Uh, uh, wonderful, wonderful uh, portraits uh, of the working family, the potato eaters out there. Uh, last time I was in Amsterdam, I was with Sandra Douglas, actually. Uh, Sandra and Angela uh, were there and we went on these canal trips. The canal trips are amazing. I was just watching a documentary too at the weekend about the windmills out there. Of course, very unique in Amsterdam, these windmills that don't work through air to work the mills. They pump the water and keep Amsterdam uh, as fresh as it is. They actually make maintain the population in an indirect way. Of course you can shop there at all the wonderful places but if you like flea markets there is a daily flea market on Waterloo Plain and it is scarcely contained chaos and all the more lovable for it. Food trucks are there with a tasty distraction while you can sift among the antiques there and enjoy them. And uh, of course, we need somewhere to stop and eat and rest. And you don't get more Lovercore than De Crass. This is a great place where you can have a three-dish meal for about £33. And it is an experience. Meals are served in the bright, airy conservatory. And ingredients are grown right there in the gardens next to this place. So homegrown from, from where you sit, basically, to the table, to your stomachs. It is an experience worth trying. The bars there are great. Uh, you can ring the doorbell to enter a secret sumptuous bar, Oldenhof, uh, there, which gives you just a wonderful experience and you can have precision-made cocktails, cool coffees and a barnstorming single malt collection which will entreat you to stay uh, one of the best things to do there of course as i said is the canals and the parks the city is made for mooching you can head to vondel park where actor guy pierce has been spotted in the open air theater there great place to go traveler's tip would be to watch your feet straying into the ubiquitous cycle lanes is a passport to being mowed down millions and millions of bicycles i think on a past show i actually found the statistics of bicycles in amsterdam uh, i can't remember what it is now you may remember if you were tuned in then but millions of bicycles to see uh millions being a slight exaggeration but there's everybody travels by bike i think on the past show i talked about when i went out to a theme park in holland and actually there was a big bicycle park they were accommodating more bicycles than they were cars can you imagine heading out to a theme park by theme park by bicycle uh, i love it i love it this is why dutch people are so healthy um of course the price if you are booking by rail you can get a direct eurostar from london st pancras tickets 
will be from about £379, which you can get inclusive with B&Bs if you book all-inclusive. Uh, and you can have the three nights. The popular one there is the NH Amsterdam Museum Quarter. So head there for your Amsterdam trip. Anything you want to add on Amsterdam, I'd love to hear about it in the chat room. I'm going to play, while we are in Holland, a great track next by three Dutch choreographers. Uh, some of our favourite Dutch choreographers, Daniel Trapat, Jose Miguel, Belokovana and Sebastian Holtland. This one seemed apt because it is called Hotel Room and we would need one of these, right? If we were heading out, we would need somewhere to stay. Great track, this one. What's on your mind? Cause I've been thinking about last night. What's the time? Feels like I've sat here all my life Your ship rolling, I'm here waiting I don't know why I'm paralyzed Oh, what I'd do to be with you Oh, what I'd give To hear you say that I love you But say it the way I do There's nowhere to run tonight It's just you in this hotel room And say that I miss you But say it the way I do There's nowhere to hide Tonight my eyes can't lie The way I feel for you Just give me a moment It's all I ask of you While I'm dying in this hotel Couldn't work out Why you gave me all those signs So tell me now Before I lose my mind Your ship sails and I am waiting You stand close by and watch me cry Oh, what I'd do to be with you Oh, what I'd give To hear you say that
beautiful track choreographed by Daniel, Jose and Sebastian there. Love that one. Michael Lynn is in the chat room saying, oh, this is such a gorgeous track. A dance with loads of room to stretch out, extend and glide. It's one Jose taught us at the, as the guest at the Angels in London. Happy times indeed. All right, guys, I'm taking you on a train journey today as you hitchhike with me. As we hitch a ride, we're going to go around the best places in Europe. I've just took you to Amsterdam. I hope you enjoyed it. I was asking in the chat room, has anyone actually been to Amsterdam? Let me know. Um, Joan Order saying it's the land of tulips. Um, Judith Kennedy, my mom, is in the chat room. She says, wow, Peace Train, still reeling, brings back so many lovely memories. I said that. It certainly does. Um, Glenn Kennedy has shared in the chat room uh, who Europeans joke about the most. Uh, we got some flags there <laughs> in the chat room. And Sarah Jalkinen is with us. She says, hi, Haley and all. I'm visiting my mother as it's her birthday today, so can't really chat. Oh, Sarah, happy birthday to your mum. I hope she has a lovely day. Uh, she says, we'll try to have the show in the background or catch up later. And she also says, I love Amsterdam. Been there three times. And guess what? She rented a bike too. We were talking about all those bicycles. Uh, Marion is also saying, uh, if you go there, Madura Dam is another well worth visit, place well worth a visit. She says, it's a miniature park. It sounds great. I love these tips from you hitchhikers. Thank you so much, Marion uh, and Sarah, for sharing these. Okay, has anyone been to Avignon? This is where I'm, sh I'm taking you next. So just for the record, if you were traveling to Amsterdam from London, it would only take you about 3 hours and 52 minutes to get there. Avignon from London via Eurostar holidays, 5 hours and 44 minutes, so not too bad. All right, let's hit down here and see what we have. So the vibe here is very, very French. Provencal, Provencal, Provencal prettiness, that's a mouthful, Provence of prettiness, <laughs> get a drink Hayley, comes drenched in history down here in southeastern France. Uh, the initial appeal is that it has this amazing palace and encircling city walls, but the romance is found in the warren of narrow lanes in this beautiful place. The Palais de Pape is uh, a place to visit, it's built to house 14th century popes fleeing Rome and it's the world's largest Gothic palace. The halls are cavernous and St. Mar Marshall Chapel is covered in frescoes. Um, the shopping there is great too, inside an old artillery room uh, at the Palais de Pape. La Bouteillerie collects the Rhone Valley's top wines in one place and it handily sells them at cellar door prices so you can get your drink for a good price. Uh, places to eat are great too. The palace setting gives savant the wow factor. Tomato dishes are the speciality here. The wine country, and you'll be wanting a wine bar traveling all this way, uh, are, are great. Anyway, uh, Vinotage offers a twist on the concept. It's a barge moved to a river island with tremendous views of the city. Uh, Rue de Tenturier runs through the heart of the old Dyer's district and now brims with galleries, workshops and character packed character-packed cafes. Uh, there's certainly lots to see here. I'm getting so excited about this place. It sounds amazing. Uh, tip for the day, avoid pricey July to head here. This is when the Festival d'Avignon is one of the biggest art festivals in Europe takes place and it takes over the entire city. It's pricey to head there. Prices will go up, so it's not a great time to head there. 
but you can do it nicely and cheaply. Eurostar Holidays does a four-night room-only stay at the four-star Novotel Avignon Centre, and this includes return train tickets from London, and this can come into a bundle for around £415. So there we go. If you want to head there by train, this is a place to go, a place I've never been, but I know I love the south of France. Uh, have you been? Do you like France? Uh, do you remember this dance too? It just has a French title, so seemed great to play next. Voulez-vous danser? A bit of Dave Sheriff, of course. I met a little girl at a border town south of Cape Paris. In a bar they call the Chef. I asked her, Parlez-vous She looked at me and shook her head, and the band began. In my best French accent said The words I learned to say Voulez-vous danser A surely demoiselle Si vous voulez danser Je danserai aussi Je vous danse tout la nuit Si vous êtes avec moi Voulez-vous danser Avec moi ce soir
there you have it a bit of dave sheriff there voulez-vous danser oh okay guys so we are just looking in the chat room everyone wants to wish your mom a happy birthday sarah lots of love there for your mom in the chat room i hope she has a fantastic day so we are heading off to antwerp next we have been to amsterdam and avignon and antwerp uh, have you been to any of these places hitchhikers i'd love to hear about it i love these hitchhiking comments because it means i get to do this whole journey with you uh, ross brown is here in the chat room he says good morning Haley and fellow listeners hope we're all well uh, margaret is saying i had my honeymoon in amsterdam oh how cool uh, has anybody been to avignon or antwerp i'd love to hear about this uh, we're gonna head to antwerp now we are talking about how we can get there from the uk by train and if you want to do this from london antwerp you can go with eurostar holidays uh, it has three nights at the four star plaza hotel including breakfast and return train tickets from london st pancras from 281 pounds it would take you three hours and 17 minutes to head there so what will we see when we get there well bling and style can be expected from the world's diamond trading capital and antwerp has an edge and internationalism that transcends the usual belgian coziness home in on the heritage or chase the cool whatever you want to do uh, the sites there are great the port connects europe to the world the red star line museum tells of the two million antwerp departing migrants flandria's geeky afternoon cruises unveil 21st century port life i would love that uh, the shopping is great too. Uh, the St. Andrés Fashion District plays host to several international catwalk designers. Top of the tree is Dries van Noten. Uh, his showcases are always colourful in a ready-to-wear collection. Of course, we can, re we can stop, rest, eat. Several good restaurants congregate in the scenic Hetzried. But Fiskbar is one that people talk about. The mains are about 25 quid here. It takes best advantages of Antwerp's gigantic port and celebrates fish dishes from all around Europe. Uh, if you like fish, of course, are you a fish fan, you may not want to try that if you aren't. Um, now, bars here are great too. Uh, Culminator is a cluttered shambles of a place, but when you're not tripping over dusty old furniture, there's a tremendous array of Belgian beers to dive into. We have talked so much about Belgian beers on this show because they are just exquisite if you can get out there. Uh, not generally a beer drinker myself, but love a Belgian beer, uh, especially the rosé beers. Uh, that was one of my favourite things to try in Belgium. The underrated string to Antwerp's bow is Art Nouveau architecture, mostly concentrated in the Zurenborg hood. Waterloostraat is all elegant curves, leaf motifs and wrought iron balconies. A sight to see if you want to head out to that area. And Antwerp is usually a fabulous shopping city, but outdated trading laws make it a dead zone on Sundays. So be sure to hang around for Monday if you want a final spree. If you're booking out there, you must shop on Saturday or wait till Monday because Sunday is chill day. I like that. I like that old fashionedness. Do you remember when, when our shops weren't open on Sunday? Sundays. I, I kind of like that. I don't know. Do we enjoy shopping on a Sunday or, or is it is it an outdated idea to think that they would shut? Anyway, 
I'm loving travelling to these places with you. As I say, Antwerp will take you about 3 hours 17 minutes to get there and the vibe is fantastic. It is a very cool place, which is why my next song is that Boney M track, Cooler Than Cool, coming up next after this. Good morning. Good morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Weekdays, Good morning. 8 to 9.30 a.m. UK time. It's time to wake up with Willie. Live from Scotland, join Willie Brown for breakfast on Line Dancer Radio. The Starting Something Show with Nick Goodman, dedicated to beginner and improver dances. Thursdays between 12 and 2 on Line Dancer Radio. She's crazy like a fool What about Daddy Cool?
Other Than Cool by Boney M, a great choreography by Niels Paulson. Michael Lynn is saying in the chat room, Cooler Than Cool, one of the last dances I taught my beginners before the class has stopped. Though I think we'll soon be on that dance floor, I think we're nearly there. Oh my gosh, Michael, I hope so. We're getting closer. We are getting closer. All right, we have been on train trips today. We have been to Amsterdam, Avignon and Antwerp, all the A's up to now. We need another letter, guys. Uh, I've asked if you've been there, if you've enjoyed being there, or if you want to go there. Joan Order saying, I love France. Pass through it on the coach to Spain. I shall visit Avignon sometime. It sounds wonderful. Jean Robinson is in the house with us too. Hello, Jean. She says, been tuned in while doing the boring jobs. Hope everyone is okay. I'm so glad we could keep you company during those boring jobs. Uh, I hate the boring jobs. Uh, so I, I love to tune into LDR while I do those too, Jean. So you're in good company. Marion is saying we went to Avignon from Marseille uh, about an hour away and she said we purely went to see the bridge with only four arches left. Marion is telling us that it was beautiful. Uh, fantastic, Marion. So if you would like to do that, definitely it's worth a trip there. Uh, great tip there of, of something to see. Thank you, Marion. Uh, Marion is also saying Antwerp has a beautiful train station. Their wheel, like the London Eye, is just outside it. Great. That's a fact I didn't know too. Great shopping and beautiful restaurants. So we are certainly heading to some fantastic places today. Uh, always great to shop. Although Sandra Burns is saying in the chat room, Hayley, I don't enjoy shopping any day of the week. Oh, well, I enjoy it every day of the week. <laughs> I would do it every day. Not so much grocery shopping lately. It's a bit of a chore. Sinead is in the chat room. Hi, how are you, Sinead? She's saying hi, Hayley and fellow listeners. Just a quick drop in before my training. I've been to Amsterdam and Avignon many years ago on the same trip, she says. Love the south of France, she adds. Fantastic. Great to have you drop in with us, Sinead. Uh, we were talking about the shops being shut in Antwerp on a Sunday, and Glenn is saying most of the shops are still shut on Sundays here, up in the Shetlands, where he lives. Um, and he says, especially at the moment, of course, with it being still, still this midst of this pandemic that we're having. Ah, so I'm going to take you off again now to Cologne. Cologne is somewhere that has a soft spot in my heart. It was the first place I ever went to in Germany. I went there on a school trip when I was about 15 and uh, little did I know at the time that my then future husband would, uh, w was, was living a few miles away or several miles away in Germany. Um, at a boarding school there. It always makes me wonder how close I was to him at that time. Um, but yeah, Cologne, if you want to head there via the train from London, uh, you can go on track rail tours. This offers three nights at a three-star Sandman's Amdom Hotel plus train from London for only £330. But this is room only. You would need to book your breakfasts in too. It will take you from London around three hours and 56 minutes to get to this lovely German city. Um, Cologne's outlook is open-minded and savvily creative. It's a marvellously well-stocked all-rounder with a greedy horde of museums, Roman walls, medieval churches and Rhine cruisers to squeeze in. Definitely something to try. At 157 metres Cologne's 
gothic cathedral is medi is a medieval masterpiece you can tackle if you like the 533 brutal steps up to the south towers viewing platform for a perfect city panorama again i remember doing that at, at about 15 and i loved it those steps did seem a little bit hard on the thighs but definitely worth it and if you want to do this and you want to head out to Cologne it would only cost you about the equivalent of three pounds to climb up within this beauty. Uh, the vast Farina house is the place to pick a perfume of course it is the home of Cologne hence the name uh, but if you want to it also offers tours for around five pound looking at the history of the fragrance industry within the city. Uh, by Oma Kleinman um, brims with character too this is a place you can stop off and eat it has tiny wooden tables actively encourage graffiti and relishes serving up a panoply of gut-busting enormous schnitzels i love schnitzels made my own actually this week never as good as the real thing uh, but great to try them in germany and if you're in that part of germany too that's one thing i remember the graffiti is rife there and some places they do encourage it they encourage that uh, that kind of artistic factor to it. Um, Playa is a German beer market. If you want to head out there, it is something that just meets Mediterranean Costa. Uh, Playa Beach Volleyball in between sips of local Kolsch beer. You can try out there. It's crisper and sweeter than the traditional German Pilsners and served in dainty little 0.2 litre glasses. The Rhine allows the city to be seen by bow. It's a must do if you're heading out to Cologne. You can go on leisurely evening cruises and these will only cost you about £17. Uh, you can run past the gazillion churches and bridges, take in the sunset and many of them cook up fabulous barbecues on deck. I can picture myself there on the Rhine now enjoying this. If you're heading out there, aim for late February and you can get swept up in Cologne's carnival, arguably the most raucous in Europe and hedonistically stretched out for over a week. That sounds like a party for me, shouldn't every party last a week? Uh, I love Germany and Cologne is certainly a place to put on the list if you haven't been. Would love to go back there myself and of course as I say this history of Cologne. Just checking back into the chat room to see who's still with us and who's hitchhiking with us. Lovely to see you with us today Mona Leth working at home she says so no time for chat but listening to your show while working as, I, as always it's lovely to just be on in the background. I know not everybody can tune in for the whole time. Sinead is letting me know no shops are open where she is too on Sundays. Uh, maybe one or two food shops open in some areas but they need local council permission with restricted hours and choice of food. Uh, let me get this right you're in Norway are you Sinead? Is that in Norway where the shops are shut there? Uh, I think it's a good idea. You know, people need a rest on Sunday. Uh, I know Sunday has always been the day of rest for religious reasons, but I just, I strongly feel that people need a day of rest. Is this just me? Do you agree with me? Or, you know, I, I, I must confess too, I've been that person that's nipped to the shops on Sundays for things I need. I'd probably be the type of person that complained if they were shut and there's me saying they should be open. I don't know. Do you agree with this? Shops open on a Sunday or shut on a Sunday? What do you think? Has anyone been to Cologne. Glenn is saying in the chat room, I love Cologne, my second favourite German city after Hamburg. I've never been to Hamburg. Uh, let us know what's so great about that place, Glenn, too, so we can put it on the list if we want to. While we're talking about Cologne, here we are, a little bit of William Michael Morgan, Cheap Cologne. 
I toss and turn in the sheets I close my eyes but I can't sleep Another night waiting up on her While this bourbon and the porch light burns No matter how hard she tries There's nowhere to hide what's been going on She don't smoke cigarettes And I don't wear cheap cologne She'll get in from where I'll smell that honky tonk in her hair. I don't know if there's someone she's holding, but my suspicion keeps on growing. And a shower won't cover it up when she gets home. She don't smoke cigarettes and a And it is just to celebrate being in Cologne. Uh, have you been to Cologne, Joan Ordersing? I've been to Germany to the Christmas market and visited Auschwitz, but not been to Cologne. Uh, we were talking about Auschwitz as well a few weeks back. Uh, Judith Kennedy is saying, love Cologne, breathtaking cathedral. I've been there twice and would gladly go again. I went with the school and Judith's my mum, so she paid for my trip. So I need to thank you for that while we're here in the chat room. Um, Marion is saying, I love 
Ulm. It's between Stuttgart and Munich. Uh, Ulm Munster is the city is in the city square. It's the tallest in Europe. Although when I was there, the guide said uh, when the Sagrada family fa- Familia in Barcelona is finished, it will be the tallest. Um, and Ulm, she says, is also the birth of birthplace. Sorry, of Einstein. I did not know that Ulm is the birthplace of Einstein. Great facts, Marion. Uh, I should have you write on my facts out for the week they're fantastic thank you for those um we were talking about whether shops also should stay shut on sundays is it a day of rest or is it a day of shopping which is it to you michael lynn is saying hey keep the keep the shutters closed on sunday it should be family time time of rest whatever you need on a sunday you should be able to wait for one day to get it i tend to agree with you michael i really do uh those days of rest could be for the shop workers too. They need those days with the family, don't they? All right, we're going to head off to our last destination by train. This is going to be the longest one to get to. We're going to Turin and it's going to take us nine hours, 20 minutes if we're leaving from London area. Surprisingly, not not much more expensive than the other places we've visited though. If you go by Rail Europe, uh, they sell return train tickets from £174.50 and three nights at the four-star Hotel Turin Palace costs about £440.00. B&B, which is pricey, but you can choose somewhere cheaper if that's not the type of place you want to stay at. There are much more budget options available. Um, now here in Turin, the Alps provide a fine backdrop, but Turin has the Italian industriousness to go with the beauty. Multi-era architecture and grand boulevards create a stately atmosphere and enthusiasm for the arts shines through. Um, you can go to the Mole Antonelliana. Uh, it was designed as a synagogue, but now houses the inventive National Museum of Cinema. And you can head in there for only about £10 if you're a cinema fan. Um, lots of great places to go here too. Um, there's a place where the slow food movement started. Now let me see if I can pronounce this place. It's Itali Torino Lingotto. And it's the vast hub store, which is full of food counters, plus a gazillion cookbooks and kitchen gadgets if you want to bring back some of this memorabilia for your kitchen. Uh, La Piola manages to do traditional Piedmontese cuisine uh, if you want to head here to eat uh, again vegetables grown in the family garden here so everything is fresh and the place doubles as a gallery for contemporary artwork too uh, Affini is dedicated almost to Turin's tipple of choice if you want a great drink and the tipple of choice is vermouth um, a Negroni with Anselmo Rosso rather than a martini is very revelatory and tapas dishes are also on on hand to aid longer lingering and a really nice drinking session. Uh, take an early train if you've got time and if you want to be up early enough and you've got the chance to have a leisurely lunch in Paris before connecting to Turin. A uh, great place to stop by and eat and it's not just the proximity to the ski pistes that makes Turin worth visiting in winter. The Lucy d'Artista festival from October to January covers the city in light art installations. It sounds exquisite. So Turin indeed is a great place to go to uh what do you think guys any cinema fans as well what about that cinema museum how does that sound i'm going to check into the chat room after this next one uh while we're talking about cinema this is the holding hands together dance kissing in the back seat of the movies it's the drifters your mama says that through the week 
You can't go out with me But when the weekend comes around She knows where we will be dance choreographed by Alison Johnston and Jose Miguel Balocarana. All right, guys, we're going to jump into our Great Explorer quiz. We're a little bit later than usual, about 10-15 minutes later. Uh, just checking into you guys, our hitchhikers in the chat room, and uh, Sinead is com- confirming she is in Norway. We were talking about uh, shops shutting on a Sunday, whether it's a good idea and whether it happens where you are. Sinead is saying, I think it's fine that there's only one day a week where we can have a rest from 
from shopping. Uh, I do agree, Sinead. She says, it's actually not that many years ago that shops closed at 1 p.m. on Saturdays here and most closed at 4 to 5 p.m. on weekends. Now food stores are open from 6 a.m. till 11 p.m. weekdays and shopping centers open from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. on weekdays. It's a long time, eh? Huh? Yeah. So we've been all over on the train today and we have been to Turin as our last stop. Glenn is saying, hey, Turin, Torino is the home of Juventus Football Club. Uh, another great football fact there. Um, I'm sure if Sandra was was uh, in the chat room more today, she would have let us know that too. She always keeps us up to date on football facts. Thank you for that one, Glenn. All right, we're going to have our great Explorer quiz coming up. Now, if you... Uh, I haven't tuned in previous weeks. Basically, we have three questions. Answer these and you're in with a chance of winning one of my great Explorer packs. Uh, just a cute pack. Everything you need while you're out and about in these times. Now, my first question before we get onto that is what are you doing this Friday night, guys? What are your plans? Because After Dark this week is with me. I am going to be looking for Friday Frontiers to have a bit of a scavenger hunt with me. And there will be a chance to win some more Explorer packs. Have a listen to what we have on offer for these Friday night after dark shows. Hi, this is Heather Barton. Hi, this is Dave Morgan. Adrian Checkley. Etty Drummond. Robert Lindsay. Tina Herger. Nikki Napier. Nick Goodman. Michael Lynn. Alexi Strong. Ross Brown here. Sabrina Philip Jean. Molly Brown. Jenny Bradshaw. Mike Stringer. This is Hayley Wheatley. Kathy Hodgson. It's party time. Every Friday night, night from 8 till 10 p.m. Join us on the LDR After Dark. And let's have some fun. Let's get this party started. Woo! Yay! Let's get this party started. Indeed, it will be this Friday night. You will have me. So if you have no plans, please do tune in. I want us to have some fun and play some of your favorite dance tracks. Uh, it's going to be great. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, schedule it in your diary, guys. All right. Remember how this works. If you have joined us for this quiz, answers in the chat room. The first two, we only need correct answers. Third question is fastest finger first. All right. So question number one. Who were the first to discover North America? So I'm going to play you a track while we have a think on this one. As we're going to the seas, we're going to play a bit of Waves of Love. I am going to give you a multiple choice on this one. Um, there is a lot of contention actually over this, as if you look through the history books, uh, many claim to have found America first. But which is it? Which is it that the history books maintain were the first? The first to discover North America. Was it the Chinese, the Portuguese, or the Vikings? So you've got a one in three chance of getting it right. Answers in the chat room, guys. The Chinese, the Portuguese, or the Vikings? Come on, world. We can write a story, fill our backpacks, hit the road for glory. Got PBJ. Some Gatorade Got a full tank of gas Just got paid Who cares what some people may say But destiny and love carry us away
by Drake Jensen and choreography by Gary O'Reilly. I like that one. I miss that one. I miss classes. Don't you miss classes? Certainly. Of course, before that, we played Holding Hands Together and Jane Wright is saying in the chat room, I named my WhatsApp group Holding Hands Together for my dancers when the first lockdown happened, still going strong. That's a great name, Jane. Uh, And Marion is saying, Jane Wright, myself and two friends, we are called the Three Stooges on our WhatsApp group. (laughs) Another great name there. We have traveled around today. Uh, Our last stop was Turin and Sandra Douglas is saying in the chat room um, about the time the trip would take to get there on train. It would take nine hours and 20 minutes. Sandra is saying nine hours. I think I would want first class. Have you a price for that? I'm afraid I don't, Sandra. You'll have to look that one up yourself. But I know, uh, knowing you as well as I do, that whatever the price would be, you'll be able to get a better price than they say. Um, Great Explorers quiz. Of course, our first question, who were the first to discover North America? We have right answers in the chat room. One, two, three, four right answers in the chat room. It was the Vikings. Uh, Please don't inbox me these answers. It doesn't count if you inbox them because I don't always see them. I have two inboxed here. They're no good to me. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Um, But I'm going to ask you the next question. We've been all up in the mountains as we started our journey today. So here is question number two. Edmund Hillary, a New Zealand mountaineer, became the first person to climb which famous mountain successfully? I'll repeat that. Edmund Hillary, a New Zealand mountaineer, became the first person to climb which famous mountain successfully? Let's have a little bit of smoky mountain whiskey played as we think on that question. Answers in the chat room, please, guys.
back on my face Now I'm starting to worry That it won't stay in its place Believe me, I understand The state that I'm in This heartache is stronger than We're going to promote some hitchhikers to great explorers here with this quiz today. And uh, good morning, Dave Morgan. Great, great to see a comment here from the, uh, our very own DJ, Dave Morgan. Morning, Haley. He says, been with you from the start. Just finished homeschooling for today. Two more days to go. Lol. Oh, I'm excited for you, Dave. I tr- Trust me, I feel the pain. Uh, I don't know how these teachers do it. I'll be glad to send uh, my little ones back to school. Oh, not so little ones now, but just because I think the teachers can do a much better job than I personally can, I must say. It's been tricky today, uh, the Great Explorer quiz because the first one was about who discovered America and I I, I actually expected more answers because the, believe it or not the, uh, my multiple choice questions were the Chinese the Portuguese or the Vikings and they all actually think or maintain that they did discover it uh, so certainly in in one sense any of those questions would be right but the answer I was looking for was the Vikings um, history maintains it was them and Glenn has put in the chat room here some sports trivia for you guys the Vikings set up a settlement in Minnesota which was discovered again many years later and that's why their NFL team was given the name the Minnesota Vikings. Ah, it's good to know that. That's a cool fact. My second question was about mountains. Edmund Hillary, a New Zealand mountaineer, became the first person to climb which famous mountain successfully? It was, of course, Mount Everest. Uh, Another set of great answers in the chat room. 
Okay, I'm going to give you two back-to-back -back tracks now while you think upon my final question. Now, this one, you have a 50-50 chance of getting right because there's, there's only two answers, but which one will be the correct answer? So this one is fastest finger first. If you gave me a correct answer for one and two and you are the fastest finger for number three, then a great explorer pack will be working its way to you this week. This is the question. Here we go. Which, guys, is colder? Which of these places is colder? Is it the North Pole or the South Pole? Which is colder, the North Pole or the South Pole? Just have a guess. First one in the chat room with the correct answer will be the winner. Here's two nice cold songs while we think about this. We have a bit of cold feet, another Gary dance here, and a bit of chill factor back to back. Set to go on the 18th of June They've already mapped out their honeymoon Got the church, got the flowers And the bridesmaids' dresses on He's Mr. Perfect in so many ways Her daddy's so proud and her mama says Hey, you've got a good Walking back 
And shove that prawn on the barbie and join Dazza Down Under. Sundays, 8 a.m. UK time on Line Dancer Radio. Do you miss Line Dancer magazine? Then get ready to go back in time. Timelines with Dave Morgan. Mondays, 9 p.m. UK time, exclusively on Line Dancer Radio. Time to go around the world with Ross Brown. Join Ross on his travels Wednesday, 12 p.m. here on Line Dancer Radio. And of course, Ross will be with you in less than 10 minutes, so stay tuned. Great comment from Ross in the chat room here. With just 15 minutes left, he says, you've managed to find one of the dancers in my playlist today. <laughs> I do try, Ross. You're very welcome. I keep you on your toes. All right, so we have finished the Great Explorer quiz. It's been a little bit later than usual this week, uh, but three questions answered with correct answers. Our first one who uh, discovered America, it was the Vikings, and uh, who, uh, Edmund Hillary became the first person to climb which mountain? It was Mount Everest. And which is colder, the North Pole or the South Pole? I expected a mixed bag of guesses for this one for fastest finger first. But the answer is the South Pole. The South Pole is colder if you head there. In fact, uh, the North Pole tends to have people who can camp there uh, and, and, and life there. Not so much not so much in the South Pole, although some animals manage to hack it. Now, we had a lot of 
right answers in the chat room. But fastest finger first on that third question was Sinead Williams. And I checked back and yes, she did get the first two questions correct as well. That means Sinead, you are the winner today. Congratulations, my explorer. Uh, well done. Um, she is also saying in the chat room, she loves Chill Factor. She just had to dance it, of course. So hopefully that was a celebration dance for you, Sinead, because you are this week's winner. If you can do me a favor, please inbox me your address at the end of the show and I will get that on its way to you this week. Now, if you did not win in the Great Explorer Quiz, no worries. Remember, I am live with you this Friday night and I'll be giving away a few more of these packs. We had 10 put together in total and um, um, Sinead joins our winners, Sandra, Jim and Marion for week number four. So that means there's still six of these up for grabs. Just cute, fun little packs there to celebrate uh, this time of being in lockdown because I think we've all been adventurers at this particular time. If you are thinking of going away, do join me. I will be back next week. Lots of great shows on LDR this week. Uh, next week, I have lots to talk about. And the week after is my 50th anniversary show. So we'll be, we'll be going into some celebrations of things that I love there. I'll be talking about language in that week and uh, cultural profiles. It's going to be a real fun show, a real laid back show. So do join me. It doesn't sound interesting when I say it like that, but it will be, I promise you. Next week, we're going to hit in India. Uh, we're going to talk about some more questions and answers such as can we really get a true reading from TripAdvisor? Now again seasoned travellers I just want to go through some of my top packing tips which was my last tip of the day. Um, if you are packing pack with a view to wearing every piece of clothing more than once. This is something I've learned to do in later years. I used to pack an outfit a day. You need only two pairs of shoes for most travels. Trainers you'll travel in plus something smarter and a coat. Uh, remember roll and fold. Uh, rolling really works and uh, tra uh, travel packs uh, travel cubes are a great invention look for these if you're packing to go away i i I'm so grateful of the day I, I learned what a packing cube was. Um, line your case with bulkier items and don't forget to stuff rolled socks into your footwear. Keep anything fragile near the top. Remember to leave that space for merchandise and souvenirs you're going to bring back. You may want some nice heavy items to surround these when you're traveling home. Uh, heavy items should always go down by the wheels because remember when it goes upright, these will fall down and crush softer items. And lastly, always make up a capsule wash bag of your basic products you need such as cleanser, face moisturizer and hair products that you can whip out straight away. In the days when I was teaching and traveling a lot, actually what I did was have just these things packed full time. I had my uh, my my home makeups and my travel makeup um, and it's great if you can do this if you do like to get away a lot for the weekend. Another little fact before I go, how much should I tip this was another Q&A I wanted to bring in today. In most countries, 10% of the food bill really does the trick. You'll get away with less in Spain, Australia, and New Zealand. Cough up 20% in the US, though, or risk confrontation from your server. Parts of the world that don't accept tips include Sweden and Iceland, and leaving one in Japan or China would actually cause an offense. So don't do that here in the UK. Tips are really just an option. You don't have to leave them, but it's a nice thing to do to appreciate the service that you've had wow and that concludes my show for today guys oh i'm thinking and dreaming of traveling and i'll be back next week if you fancy joining me for india uh, a little uh, trip there and some more q a's then do so uh, and don't forget to tune in for all these exciting live shows each day uh, ldr has kept us all so busy in lockdown i've loved being a part of it i'm going to leave you now
now talking about that southern pole with some southern dreams again one of my favorite dancers to come from uh, the wonderful madison glover during last year stay tuned for ross next and i'll be back at 10 this time next week stay safe stay happy i hope to see you friday night guys if you can check in keep that date in your diary grab a glass of wine and join me then some people dream of what they may be where they may go what they may see just down the road around the bend all but me